One of the things I see over and over again in my work with coaching clients is the value of having an agenda. Now, if you know anything about my meeting thoughts and philosophies, you always want an agenda for a meeting as well. But when it comes to coaching, why might you want an agenda and how might that help? So that's what I thought I'd talk about today. In the clients that I've done work with to date, the most, uh, the deepest, usually most profound, helpful, move things forward sessions are when someone sends me an agenda the night before, preferably the night before. There's something about just having it, um, that I can just read it over. I usually print it off, print it off, maybe make some notes, and then it just kind of soaks out there until our session versus getting something, say, five minutes before we start. Although that's better than nothing. So if you're one of those folks that uh, tends to do it the last minute, something is always better than nothing. So what is it about having an agenda ahead of time that's helpful? I think what it is, is it's, especially if you're getting coached, getting really clear on what you want to talk about. Sometimes it could be a real burning, critical, really important thing, or maybe it's something that you're working on in each session, so it's not hard to come up with. Other times, this has happened to me, everything's kind of, you know, going pretty well, and you just think, well, I don't know, I don't know what there is to talk about, maybe there's nothing to talk about, there's always something to talk about. So I'll give you some ideas on that in a little bit. Um, But coming with something so that there's a starting point benefits, well, benefits the coach because the coach has like some idea where you want to go. It also benefits you as the client because it saves you time and ultimately money. In other words, you don't have to use the coaching session. You don't have to use a block of time at the coaching session to figure out what the coaching session is going to be about. You already know when you're starting and then you can just kind of jump and go from there. Now there's sometimes when I've sent an agenda ahead of time and I change my mind or something more pressing comes up. That's okay too. There's no hard and fast rules here. I just want am wanting to put out there though that for myself and for others, having an agenda ahead of time, it really does make a difference. Now, can you still have a good session without an agenda? Yes, you can. I've had plenty of sessions with people where they forgot to send one, they ran out of time, whatever. In fact, I had one recently where someone was really practicing uh, living in the present. So they're... And I thought this was beautiful. Their way of practicing being more present was to have no agenda and to be in the present. And we made some really great discoveries and and moved some things forward in that session. So again, no hard and fast rules here, but that was, uh, you know, another direction that things went. If you're still, if you're not totally on board with this, think about the last meeting you went to where there was no agenda. Was it as productive as it could have been? Did you know where it was going? Uh, Some people like that. In other words, my experience is some people kind of like the organic, somewhat chaotic nature of just bouncing around from topic to topic. If your personality is more like me, though, that can be really aggravating because I want to know where it's going so I can kind of direct my thoughts and my mental processing power towards getting to the solution and and staying on the topic of whatever it is that we've gathered to discuss. Another place where agendas show up is 
is your life. Like, what is the agenda for your life? Where are you going? If you don't have an agenda, where are you going to end up? Something that comes up with a lot of people that I work with is the idea of intentionality. And I've seen some people really, really embrace this and really go places when they knew where they were going. And that started with wanting to live more intentionally, wanting to have an agenda for their life and wanting to figure out and know where they're going. So even if you're not sure what that is, coaching can be great for figuring that out. Sometimes it starts by looking at personal values. Sometimes it can start with a personality assessment. I've been looking into one recently, uh, doing some training actually in it. I'd be glad to do this with someone or anyone that's interested. It's called Tilt365. Tilt365.com. Highly, highly recommend it. This assessment is absolutely amazing in terms of identifying different aspects of your personality and then uh, giving you a fairly extensive report. It's not very expensive. It only takes about five minutes to do the most basic version of it. And the accuracy that I've seen for myself and other people I've worked with in it so far is amazingly good, amazingly good for how simple the process of doing the assessment is. So as you think about where you might want to go or what you might want the agenda to be for you, think of it in terms of what you might be wanting more. What do you want more of in your life? Do you want more connection with other people? Are you looking for, a lot of times people say, I want more money. And there's usually something underneath that though. And and I usually like to kind of skip, not that having more money is a bad thing, but I often like to skip past that to say, okay, what would more money give you more of? And you might find some interesting things into there. The place I would not go is shooting. Aileen and I talked about this in the uh, inner critic gremlin board of directors episode a few times ago. The whole, the, I should be doing this or I should, I should have a plan. <laughs> you have to want to have a plan. You have to want to know where you're going. Uh, shoulding should just, in my experience, has a very, very limited use. So you might be saying, well, okay, John, it's great that, you know, if you do coaching, you come with an agenda. And if you hold a meeting or go to a meeting, there should be an agenda. Um, but John, what is your agenda? Well, I'm glad you asked. So right now my agenda is really looking to help more people. Uh, One of my values, and if you do any work with me or you've heard me talk, personal values, core values are like, when I learned this concept several years ago, it blew my mind. It suddenly made so much sense of so many different things. One of my values is mastery. And so as I gotten into coaching, I am looking for every opportunity I can to coach with people. It's It encourages me to see the changes and growth that people make. I thoroughly love the process and the magic that happens, the unexpectedness of what happens. You never know. I I have never had a coaching session where at the beginning, well, in fact, I don't try to, but I've never predicted, okay, this session is going to go this way and it'll turn out that way. I don't even try to. It's not worth it because the chances of being right are slim and none. 
And if you're starting with a session with a predetermined outcome, it's it's not going to be as rich. It's not going to be as deep. This idea of mastery is something that I'm honoring in this work. So I am looking to coach as many people as I can and get as much experience as I can and help as many people as I can. And the notion of values and trying to figure out that thing for you is actually knowing what those values are. It's hard to have an agenda and it's hard to live intentionally if you don't, if you aren't really clear on what you value. Uh, you'll also encounter most likely in your life that if you're doing something that is in conflict with your values, there's going to be a lot of friction, a lot of tension, a lot of dissatisfaction. So the idea behind values is getting clear on what they are for you, recognizing that there's no, quote, right or wrong values. There's no values that you should have. There's values that we intrinsically all have, and they are often different. They are always, I don't know, I have met people with similar values, but typically they prioritize those values in a different order because we're all unique. So back to this idea of having an agenda for your coaching session. If you're facilitating any meetings or you are an admirer of well-run meetings, think of it the same way. The same principles apply here. You want to maximize the time. A lot of coaching sessions are fairly short, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Most don't go beyond an hour. Uh, so we'll just say, say 45 minutes is your typical coaching session. That time is yours and you want to use and optimize that time as much as you can. And typically, you know, you're meeting one, two, maybe three times a month. So you're, there's really, it's a really limited focused amount of time. What's amazing is how much can be accomplished and how much growth and progress can be made in that short amount of time. But again, I've rarely seen it happen without the client having the agenda. So if you're doing coaching or looking into coaching, remember the session is yours. That time is yours. Um, so think about how you want to spend it. I've even, at times, created an agenda that might have three, four, or five topics. Probably more than two or three is getting to be too many. But next to those topics to help the coach, I have sometimes put time blocks. So here's uh, one topic. I only want to spend five minutes on this topic and I want to spend 15 minutes on these other two topics or something like that to give the coach a sense as to how important this thing is. Sometimes it's easy for a coach to not know like, oh, well, you've listed this thing and you know, based on the description or the agenda you sent me, it sounds like this is the most important thing to you. And yet when you get into it, realize that no, it's not. So be really up clear up front. I've even done that at work meetings as well. You know, this topic is not important. We're going to spend five minutes on it. So back to this notion of the session being yours. Don't let topics that you don't care about derail the session. Check in with the coach. Say, you know what? This is really, this may sound important to me, but it's not. This is really what I want to talk about today. Also, the session should be about you, primarily about you, and not about the coach. I have done work with a coach where the session became too much about them and I stopped doing work with them. 
because again, it was my time. Now, sometimes their stories and the things that they shared about themselves were helpful. And sometimes it just became too much. And sometimes it also became advice, like too much advice. Um, that's an important part about coaching as well. Coaching is not advice giving. That's consulting. There are coaches though that do may do a combination of mentoring and coaching. Hopefully when the coach is switching between those different modes, they are signaling that or calling it out. You know, now, now I'm putting on my mentor hat. Would you like some advice on this topic? I, you know, and, and basically asking the client, do you want to know about this? The client is totally perfectly within their rights to say, no, I really don't care about that. Or <laughs> no, they say, or they could say, you know what? No, I'm really not interested in that. I really want to use our time to go in this other area. And that is totally and completely your right as client. Again, it's your session. Use that time in a way that benefits you the most. What if you have a session coming up and you can't think of what to talk about? Pick something. I mean, like anything, come with something, make it the starting point. Here's some things to consider. If you don't have an agenda, you can't come up with something. Uh, here's some things to consider. First one, what are you tolerating? So in other words, what are you putting up with in your life? What are you avoiding? What's not getting done? Maybe you've committed to something. Maybe that you said that you would do. Uh, maybe something really needs to get done and you know it needs to get done, but it's not getting done. Or maybe you're working on something, but it's not having the impact that you want it to. Another, one, another area to look into is maybe the relationships in your life. Is there a relationship that you feel kind of unsure of? or dissatisfied with, or stuck, or you want something more? Are there gremlins or inner critics that are ruling the day, that are making, that are bringing you down and holding you in the status quo and not allowing you to be as effective as you would like? Those are great things to bring up. So the, the, just the over, or, overarching idea here in terms of Oh, I have no idea what to bring up. There's there's something in all of our lives that we're not doing that we know that we we need to be doing, that we want to be doing because we know it's going to get us get us closer to our goals, but we're not doing it. Those make great things to bring them up. Even if they're the smallest silliest things, my hunches and my experiences, once they start to dig into those things, they usually find something deeper underneath the surface. And that thing is not a standalone thing. It's usually in the theme of other things that are going on that you're not a dealing with or don't want to address or just avoiding. So there's my thoughts on agendas. If you are a coaching client doing coaching and hopefully another reminder and, and call out of the importance of agendas in meetings. Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show. Notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com slash podcast. If you have questions or ideas around the podcast, send those to podcast at johnpolster.com. 